0: The future, the future of radio the future of radio the future of radio the future of radio is here employmentradio.com.
1: walking down 122nd avenue sounds like the title of a biography
0: <laughs> It does or you know like the making of uh, some sort of like a murder story
1: it could be a murder story or even like a lifetime movie i think that you've got you've got something there
0: it could be that sounds like a really like poorly made lifetime uh, like title for something. It's not a happy it sounds like something I would watch that I would watch like walking down 122nd.
1: And then like yeah, we could probably write something off of that and then it would have to end up being where you help someone or well, it's no it either ends good or or really terribly. Yeah, I'm not sure which way we end. I wasn't end.
0: sure how it was going to end, but That's I'm glad th- that it didn't end super terribly. All right,
1: we're going to have to explain this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sirx Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff that we're going to get to today. But I do want to remind everybody to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. That's where it is. Amazon is a great way to do your online shopping and uh, you can do that all by going to our website funemploymentradio.com click on the Amazon link that is a wonderful way to do it All right. so it is the also just another little little point of business it is the week of the holidays starting what what do you say I don't know Christmas is coming up on what a week from today it's a week from today but since it's a
0: weird since it's a Monday like It is weird because you're already like preparing for it.
1: Well, it's a weird day of the week. So I'm just going to say for everybody who listens to the show, this Friday will be out and the following Tuesday will be out. So uh, Friday the 22nd and Tuesday the 26th, we will be out of the office. No show.
0: Yeah. And Thursday we'll be doing an early, early show because I'm going to need to get on the road.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so we'll cover all that later on in the week. But Mm -hmm. there we go. Just a little bit of business to get that out of the way. So let's talk about, though, over this last weekend, um, Sarah went on an adventure.
0: I sure did, <laughs> and
1: um, I think we need to address it. it. It doesn't sound like the wisest of adventures. It
0: really wasn't that like, you went at, on. In hindsight, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, I, I have no idea, like what what inspired me to go about this the way that I did.
1: I don't know either. I don't know either. It's um, it was an interesting choice that you made. So I guess we should start by letting people know. You know, just think if you don't know the layout of Portland, there's East Portland. Is, is a different kind of territory. It's a little more rough and tumble. It's yeah. the place where you have the... Because
0: when you think of Portland and you haven't been here, you see, like, the downtown area, you know, like the sign with the stag on it, and, you know, like, oh, and, like, cookie food carts and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you cross the river.
1: Well, just like the, every city, there's a yeah. real portion of the city, and that's, that's the East Portland, like, 82nd to 122nd Avenue and further on out, you know, that is... That's where a lot of, um, a lot of the, cr- the crime happens, we'll say. <laughs>
0: Is that is that what it's called? The crime.
1: Uh, well, the crime happens all over the place, but man, out there it is a different kind of world.
0: It's like uh, it's no man's land out there. It's a
1: little more, um, it's
0: a little more wild west,
1: Mad Max like. It kind is of out there. It is because it's there's there's lots of craziness that goes on. So generally speaking, when you go out there, it's not really the kind of place where you want to hang out outside, uh, uh, out walking down the street uh, no. too much. I mean, it's just not. It's just if you can avoid it, if you're fortunate enough to be able to avoid it. You avoid it.
0: And, I mean, like, you, the you neighborhoods themselves, you know, a lot of people are moving out that way. And, like, there are pockets of it they're they are definitely they know. getting better. <laughs> oh,
1: they know. <laughs> Anybody moving out, yeah, because you can afford to move out there. Yeah. That doesn't mean. But
0: also, it's still terrifying. Like, it says, like, oh, no, you know, Portland is... You know, it's super safe and everything's like magical out there. No, No. it's terrifying. No, it's not. It's terrifying. So
1: what is it that you did today or over this weekend, Sarah?
0: Uh, So this was on Saturday. So over this weekend, I decided to make the wise choice to go out to um, visit. Well, so uh, I have this tradition that I do with my friend Heather and her mom and um, Heather's brother, Tristan, you know. Um, Tristan, of course, from *Rip City Bad Boys*, where uh, every year around the anniversary of their father's uh, birthday, who he passed away a few years ago, we'll like go, we'll always just sit and watch Christmas movies and you know celebrate and remember him and stuff. So, um, so that was this past weekend. So, um, but their mom lives way out uh, off of 122nd, like out toward um, I don't like the Burnside Gleason area. Mm -hmm. So, when I was getting out there, I'm like, all right, well, I can pay for a lift, which I hate. Driving Lyft, or riding in Lyft. I'm sorry if you're a, a person who works for Lyft. But I've just always, I just don't like making awkward conversation in cars. No, you just don't. You don't. Oh Sometimes you can. I had Mm-mm. the worst driver I have ever had in my entire life after this whole thing transpired. Um, that I have, it was the most awkward, horrible conversation and just. It, it like was why? Because the guy was racist. He was a misogynist. He was, um, I don't even, I I can't even repeat the things that he was saying. I thought that I was on some, like, video, like, some television show, like, being videotaped to see what, like, my reaction would be, which, to be fair, I was a little disappointed in myself, but then again, I really needed to get the hell downtown, and I wasn't going to jump out of his car.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, so, so he just started talking and, and just saying things?
0: Within the first Thirty seconds that I got into the car, he started uh, making uh, like okay, slurs. Okay, so he started saying a bunch of yes. Yeah, so he started uh, talking about transgender people with the with the word that you do not say.
1: Oh, okay. And um, okay, one of these kind of people. Um, yeah,
0: and then he was wearing. Uh, he was talking about how he doesn't understand, and just I don't want to get into it, but okay. he doesn't understand why his. Uh, White Lives Matter t-shirt is uh, oh, offensive to people. Oh, God.
1: Okay. So it's just like this is it, what runs, we're dealing with. it
0: runs the gamut. It runs the gamut. It goes. It's, it started out with so that first So this guy just thing. started
1: blurting these things out to yes, you? Yes,
0: and I am out. and So it was, uh, you know, I'm way out in deep southeast, and I was heading into downtown to go to the Ash Street to see, you know, our friend's band play. So I needed to take, I was going to take the bus, but mm-hmm. after I'd had my experience with the bus earlier, I'm like, screw it. I'll just take a lift. It can't be as bad as I remember. It was like the worst. It was the it was you know how long that ride was the ride was 16 minutes and 20 seconds and that was the longest 16 minutes and 20 seconds of my life.
1: I mean that's particularly bad though. It that's was, that's did you report him?
0: I, I I didn't report him I gave him once st- I I don't know how to report him. Oh, I know you can his name and him. I have his
1: Yeah go back in your app and it'll okay. show and you can yeah that's that's report worthy if they're that's definitely yeah, that that person But I felt like I wasn't me.
0: handling it right because I you know I do want to be you know um Report. An ally, and I want to help people. But at the same time, I'm also in a car with a, you are a
1: single woman in a car with a crazy person. It's probably not best to start confronting somebody in that situation. And that was You're, not, you're not in a position where you're safe to do that. What
0: was so funny But is what you be- can do
1: is report them afterwards.
0: Yeah. What was so funny was before that, when I was sitting and talking to Heather and Tristan, like Heather and I were both talking about the fact that we don't like doing, like, ride shares. And I'd never really put it together. And then Tristan's like, oh, yeah, it's because I'm a dude. He's like, that's why I don't really have any problems with it because you don't think about it, like being a yeah, woman sure. stuck in a car with somebody. Yeah, and it I sucks. and I
1: don't, you know. I mean, the the worst I have to deal with is yeah, I've never had to deal with that. I've never had somebody talk like that. Um, I've had a couple of assholes, but it wasn't because they were they were saying anything racist or mm. anything like that. They were just straight up regular assholes, uh, but. I, I mean, the, for the most part, for me, it's just, you know, somebody wants to talk too much, and I don't really want to talk. I don't, I don't really no, enjoy talking to him. He was just talking
0: at me, and we're on I-84, and I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? Like, I can't...
1: There, there's nothing for you to do at that point. I mean, no. you can disagree with him, but that's not somebody that... It's not going to help any situation or cause for he's you not gonna to start learn a yelling lesson. at somebody no, he's when like you're an in old... the back of their car. No, yeah. he's
0: an old, white, like, dude who clearly looked like he probably had, a, like, a... Concealed carry permit. Yeah, it's just like, not it safe just, for you to do. That. It was. It wasn't safe, and all I wanted to do was get out of the fucking car, and it was yeah. just the worst.
1: Well, I will say. I mean, for the, for the most part, I mean, for myself, I've had yeah pretty good experience with it because it's a. I guess I don't have to. I don't have to worry about it as much as you do, and then also um, just the fact that it's so so easy. But on so the bus,
0: however, I can just be my own friend and don't have to worry about talking to anybody.
1: Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about this ride that you did. Yeah. So what? Let's walk through it. Okay. Where, where did it start? What happened?
0: Oh, let me tell you. All right. So I I was trying to map it out on, um, so because it is like handy dandy where you can go and like figure out your trip planner and then figure out um, like what buses you can take. So I took mine. I saw that it was going to take like fifty minutes. I'm like, all right, you know what? Whatever. I'm just going to listen to my my Audible book, which I'm still listening to. I'm almost done with it with the Disaster Artist. So I'm, like, I'm just going to sit on the bus and listen to my book and just let the you know. Just let the time fly by. Mm-hmm. So, since I was going over to my friend's mom's house, um, I did in fact go and buy some wine in advance, which I was carrying with me in a plastic bag. Okay. And um, so I'm there on the bus with my plastic bag full of wine.
1: So already classy. Go I'm already.
0: Oh, no. I, I think we've established at this point that I'm a very classy lady. Um. So I ended up taking the bus out there, Uh, and at one point I had to, like, transfer to um, the Max for, like, one stop, and it's just terrifying as soon as you get to, like, anywhere past 82nd, and you're standing, and it's dusk. It was, like, 4.30 at night, Mm -hmm. which means it's, like, almost dark, but not quite dark. It's, like, the creepy hour.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is a terrible time to go walking down uh, at 122nd.
0: Oh, yeah. So I I had to get off on 102nd and then take it to 122nd. So as I'm standing there waiting on the Max platform, there's already, you know, people... Who are, are like, pushing multiple bicycles, clearly, that they don't own. Okay. And, uh, you know, on all their shopping bags, and then they're doing, you know, and drinking out of a paper bag, whatever. I'm just like, as long as you leave me alone, I'm totally fine.
1: Were you drinking out of your paper bag? I was not
0: drinking out of my paper bag. Okay. No, not at that point. I was going to a a, a nice house. I'm not going to sit there drinking out of my paper bag. Okay. But I did, I was carrying it with me, you could clearly tell that it was, like, a couple bottles of wine in there. Okay. So I was just, like... Catnip. For, yeah, that's uh, kind of a
1: that's kind of a big uh, a big draw right there. So you've got booze, and you're walking down 122nd. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, this was on 102nd when I was waiting on the platform for the max. It was 102nd. Yeah. So I had to take a, then I took the max from 102nd to 122nd. That's when I got off, and um, yeah, and that's what like things just kind of change as soon mm-hmm. as you get out there. Like, it did get a little darker. Like, it seemed almost like the sun just dropped mm-hmm. in fear. It just all of a sudden got really dark.
1: Yeah, there's just weird sounds, and it's, like, you know, you see, like, just eyes, like, from coming from shadows. Like oh, yeah, like, from behind eyes. dumpsters. Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, weird, like, like smell, mm-hmm. like, smoke smells that don't quite Did anybody smell. try
1: to sell you something?
0: No, but I had my headphones in. But then, uh, eventually, I only just wore one headphone because I couldn't tell if someone was walking behind me or not. Mm-hmm. Which is also, that's, I mean, most people, I think, do that, especially if you're walking at night. Like, don't. The sitting duck and like do that. So, anyway, some.
1: Oh, see, I don't, I want to have, I'll have one headphone in, but I'll have the other one out so I can hear. In case oh, that's what, yeah, no, I'll just take yeah. one out. Yeah.
0: Or sometimes I'll just wear my headphones and not be listening to anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you gotta, you gotta be ready. You gotta be prepared. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of enjoy it, honestly, now that I think about it. Like the what? danger of it.
0: Oh, God. I don't enjoy the danger of it. Yeah. No, that's the it's the well worst. not for you.
1: No, this is why this was a terrible decision that yeah, you made. By I know way. So and, and that's why I want to make sure that I'm not. It's clear.
0: No, I I know I, was I think a, this was a bad decision. I even heard on it my friend from Heather when I got there. She's like, "What the hell were you thinking?" I'm like, "I don't know. I didn't want to pay for like twenty dollars for a lift. so I wanted to buy a two fifty bus ticket. So um, yeah, so I get off on 122nd and Burnside, and uh, I'm walking over to Gleason, which is probably about. I saw from um it, from the walking distance I was supposed to do it was like uh almost a mile that God. I was walking. So I'm walking down like past, from Burnside past Gleason on hundred and twenty second. And it's just, you know, it's it's dark outside, there's shopping carts everywhere. There are people in, you know, various states of uh drug induced like craziness. Like everywhere. Yeah. It really does it looks like the road out there.
1: Yeah, the road is a good way to describe it. Yeah. Um, you can tell way. that everybody's
0: like doing like seedy things, but they're like kind of hiding in the corners. Yeah. And everyone's kind of like doing what they need to to survive or, you it's know, it's kind of like that. Crack.
1: Or like, I figure maybe there's like an underground thing like, um, like in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with like Shredder and they have like an underground city that they go into. Like maybe a little bit of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that could be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just, I see a few different ways that it could go down. Um, (laughs) There's some comments coming into the live chat, footemploymentradio.com slash live. You can take a look there if you're a live subscriber. (laughs)
0: Courtney says, I tried to not even drive down that street in the daylight. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was such a dumb decision. I don't know Uh what I was thinking. I just thought it was closer than it was. And Mm -hmm. as I'm walking down 120 second, you know, like you know, weaving and bobbing, mm-hmm. like you know, dodging. Yeah, as you're people, walking down there, there's like carts. a guy.
1: You know, there's there's the dude with the switchblade who's just putting the switchblade in and out, and like standing off in the corner. Oh yeah, looking at you. And then you have the dude, you know, who's like flipping a coin. You got like every what is kind, of, every kind of like, like
0: 1984. Or well, something? It's, it's like
1: every kind of street tough from any movie. There's like one of them on there. There's like dude, you know, with this rolled up shirt, or like a greaser tough guy. And then there's. um you know, it's like uh, a gang member guy who's trying to recruit you. Yeah, everyone's questioning your switchblade. Or maybe it's more like a butterfly knife. He's flipping the butterfly knife. Like, you know, and then you have uh, like a skateboard gang that you pass. Like it is, it's a, yeah, it's like basically. There was
0: somebody on a skateboard.
1: See, skateboard gang, mm-hmm. um, regular gang. There's, uh, yeah, switchblade there was. There was, the,
0: there was the meth couple the ones Beth that had couple. like the multiple bicycles uh-huh. lots of shopping bags and she's like constantly on her phone mm-hmm. twitching
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: he's like you know kind of scavenging around yeah you have
1: those you have a little pickpocket like guys walking down and he's bumping into people oh yeah i had my purse
0: i had my purse like crossed like strapped across mm-hmm. from me and tightened and i was like holding it in front of me mm-hmm. with my ba- you know my bag of wine swinging next to my
1: i'm kind of looking at this as a video game now so you're walking down the street you know you've got your your wine bag and, uh, and you your headphones my, in. You and know what I didn't they, realize? You're passing different groups of the different people that you're going to encounter. I'd, I'd what have. I
0: didn't realize was the bag that I grabbed to put my wine in because I grabbed it from home so I could mm-hmm. just, because uh, I didn't want to bring like a paper bag, was a Dollar Tree bag.
1: A Dollar Tree bag. I was walking wine. down
0: 122nd with my Dollar Tree bag full of wine. Well, that's probably good. You blend
1: in a little bit better
0: I did. at that point. I think if it would have been like any other kind of fancy bag, it probably wouldn't have made it.
1: And as you're going down there, then there's also like the hobo guy who has the the stick with, you know, with like the... Everything tied into, like, a knapsack on the end of his stick. So there's Hobo his Guy. Bundle. Yeah, his Bundle as he's walking down. And then you've got um, some railroad railroad uh, guys, the people who hop on railroads. Like, they're hanging out there waiting for the railroad. And then who else do you have that you encounter? Some Juggalos. There's probably a few Juggalos. I do not see
0: any Juggalos. Sprinkled
1: in, in around there. Again, this is kind of transitioning into my video game that I'm creating mm-hmm. about your ride. But, yeah, there's lots of stuff. Like I said, though, Switchblade guy's going to be, like, that's a main character that you do code through in a lot of this. Um,
0: I will say it was very... Sc- I...
1: Oh, there's the, the gang member dudes who are like the matching clothes gang.
0: Oh, they all wear like the they all oversized wear, like, starter jackets? Yeah,
1: like oversized starter jackets. Or, yeah, they're all like, you know, I don't know what what they would have. Either oversized starter jackets or like leather jackets. They're all wearing matching leather jackets. So they're like tough. No, they'd be
0: wearing Raiders gear.
1: No, the, I know what you're talking about with the Raiders starters gear. Yeah. I mean, there's those guys, but I feel like this is more... This is a leather jacket gang that you would encounter. Like I think the regular gang what members would have, uh, in your world? would have the Raiders starter jackets. This this would be the gang that they all have leather jackets, matching leather jackets, and like slick back hair. You know, and they're down there like guarding something. Like they've got their own little thing going on, like a card game that you can go into. And then Whoa. as you walk further down, you know, there's always prostitutes. Uh, like I know they're they're all there are always prostitutes. Greg,
0: are there also trash cans that are on fire?
1: Well, yeah, there's absolutely. You're warming up by a trash can. By a metal trash can. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's. You warm up by.
1: Yep, definitely. Yeah, you warm up by the trash can because there's that. Um, And then there's, let's see, who else do you have? Uh, You got kind of a, like one of the guys from The Wire, like Bubbles from The Wire is there with a shopping cart and he's scratching himself. Well, there were a lot of that guy. Yeah, a lot of those guys. Mm -hmm. So you have those guys going on (laughs) and then. You have, like, an undercover cop who's trying to, like, infiltrate the gang that's down there, too, but it kind of sticks out a little bit. Like, okay. too clean-shaven. Like, he's a little it too desperate. It doesn't really work. He doesn't yeah. have enough scabs. He's trying too hard. Yeah. Like, is, like is, he put dirt on his face just to make himself look, like, rough, but it's like, no, that's makeup. Like, it's not really dirt, dude. Like, everybody knows that you're you're faking that. Um, yeah, so this is really what's going on on this street. Like, yeah. there's a lot happening. It,
0: there was a lot happening. And 122nd is, like... Eight across. Oh, there's across. a musician
1: too. I forgot about the musician that's standing there. Oh, I didn't there. see any. Yeah, there's a guy playing a saxophone, and the guy playing the saxophone called? is usually Buskers? under. Yeah, 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 busker. I think that's what you call him. I think
0: that's what they. So are. There's a dude
1: playing a saxophone with like a long trench coat, and he's he's at the underpass when you walk over the underpass. He's all lonely sitting there, and he's playing music, you know, trying to like liven things up, but he's down on his luck and you know something like that, and then. And so are that's you just keep doing on Baker going. Street. Yeah, that's that's what I'm picturing him playing. Like the lonely, and there's like a single like street light that's on him as you're walking under the underpass, and he's like. There, there weren't da, very da, many da, yeah. And then like a pack of wild dogs are like chewing up something at one point. They're like like eating scraps somewhere, and you shine the light on them, and they all scatter whoo, as you walk down this road. So This is all just you know a few blocks down 122nd. This is everything that you've encountered so mm-hmm. far. Um, let's see, what else was... I'm trying to find that. There? There's, yeah, that's what's happening. That's what's being played. Uh-huh. As you're walking down, then you get by a switchblade guy, like... <whistles> <whistles> he's sitting in the corner with his hat down low, and he's looking, he's, like, giving you the eyeball, like... <whistles> <whistles> like, you don't belong around here. Get off my street. Uh, oh, Brahim and Hana said, a couple of old dudes playing chess. Yeah, there might be a, that. Might be a little bit of that. Um... Let's see. Yeah, I. Uh,
0: I feel like you're like painting a picture of like '80s New York.
1: Well, this is 122nd Avenue. This is kind of what I'm assuming goes is goes on out yes. there. You know, there's and, and like I said, then the gang of kids, who are also they're also kind of pickpocketing, but they're also um, doing a little bit of like, hey, can you give me a dollar, man? Mm-hmm. Come on, help me out. Give me a smoke, man. And you're like, no, leave me alone. And then the other ones in there pickpocketing you as you're going through too. No. Courtney is saying Greg's street knowledge is from all of the 1980s buddy cop movies. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: really is.
1: Don't fuck with the Lords of Hell, you know, and then you have all that stuff going on.
0: Were you really just quoting Adventures in Babysitting? That's State? from Adventures in Babysitting. You're that such too. a bad boy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's how I'm picturing it. Yeah, you got the Lords of Hell out there. Um, I picture. It oh, the like biker that. gang! I forgot about the biker gang that shows up. So there's the biker gang that comes through. You know, and they've got like three of them They're on their big choppers and like riding through and they've got like a, a satchel with like a bag and they drive by and they throw it, just throw it into a dumpster as they drive by. They okay. really don't even stop. And then the other guy comes up, uh, one of the street dudes comes up and he's like looking all around and then he gets the bag out of the dumpster because that's where the drop was. And then, um, you know, the biker dudes roll off like wow. as they're rolling, the, rolling down the street too. So yeah, biker gang. And then there's the dudes in the low rider car that come swinging by. He's got like low riders, like bouncing up and down, like all tricked out.
0: And now he's in the '90s.
1: And uh, no, I mean that guy. He's just they kind of roll by. Is he by. wearing
0: the starter jacket?
1: Um, yeah, they they might have starter jacket. No, they got white socks hats on.
0: Mm. So oh, yeah,
1: yeah, they got white socks white socks hats. And then they're they're rolling by, just kind of looking, checking so now things he's out,
0: thinking about Dr. Dre,
1: making their making sure the scenes, you know, still going down. And uh, and they roll through. So this is all on hundred and twenty second avenue. Wow. This is all where this takes place. And then you pass by the motel and there's a motel, you know, with like the like two of there the lights are, car are burned lots. out. I didn't and...
0: see I didn't see any hotels.
1: Yeah, a car lot, that's where they that's the chop shop. So that's yeah. where there's there's dudes out there like working furiously, like, there were lots of like cars. darkened
0: buildings that um, I was walking by that were just really kind of just ominous.
1: Yeah, yeah, those they're are just sitting there. I'm those like are hideouts. Four
0: thirty on a Saturday. Like, what are what are these buildings? They're what hideouts. Are they used for
1: hideouts. That's what it is. The hideouts and and base camp, you know, things. So they they got their hideouts there, and uh, yeah. So the chop shop. There's like a whole team of guys. You'll see like a Ferrari go in there. It's like Ferrari doesn't belong out here. And then who goes in? And these guys are instantly like as the garage door is going down. You walk by and you see this whole crew of dudes with like welding equipment come out and start like stripping it down, and then. um So that's going on. Got the high. Yeah, you're right. It's
0: in your in your head. It's adventures of babysitting all the time.
1: Um, Oh yeah, the motel. Yeah, with the prostitutes out front. Yeah, they're there and like you know, and they're like skin tight dresses and stuff. Like, hey, you want
0: to? You look tired.
1: You want to rest for a while. Back to New
0: York because now you're thinking about the deuce.
1: You want to relax for a little bit. Mm. Need a date. You know, so they're out there doing what their thing is. As you walk by them, yeah, it's a lot. And then you get back to you know, switchblade guy. It's always there. like You're like, I thought I just passed Witchblade Guy, but then he, there he is like three blocks later as you're walking through with your bottles of wine.
0: I was pretty popular. I was kind of clinking. Mm-hmm. It was like a...
1: Yeah. Oh, and then there's the Eastern European gangs too. They're
0: there. There aren't. As well. Any. I was yeah. trying to think of what it was. Is it like the siren call or something? I think that's what it is. Like my clinking wine bottles as I'm walking down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's to get attracting. People like lining up behind uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. As I'm walking, it's my own out. like little parade.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The Eastern European gangs. Forgot about them. Yeah. And then there's um, you'll pass by like a like a um, meat shop.
0: A meat shop.
1: Yeah, a meat shop. You know, fresh cut meats.
0: Yeah, because everyone wants to buy meat on seconds. And then there'll
1: be like a few dudes sitting out there in the outside. They'll have like white beaters on, and they're like playing cards, looking at you as you go by.
0: You know, I will say I barely, I didn't see like a lot shop. of people, like a lot of bustling businesses. Mm-hmm. But I, I do declare that Jack in the Box had a line of cars like that went all the way through the parking lot. Oh yeah, I mean that was a popular Jack in the Box. Yeah, or whatever it is in the corner. I'm pretty sure it was
1: the Jack in the Box. Yeah, yeah, probably. No, that was all quite right.
0: the popular place.
1: Okay, yeah. so you, so you're walking down the street. Then, then what happens? So
0: I finally made it. So, go, so you made it past all of yeah, and then at one the point, gangs. at one point, yeah, I'm walking down Gleason, and I am very aware at this point that I have made a huge mistake. Like, it is, I I am freaked out. Uh-huh. You know, I'm walking with my, wife, I have my purse, you know, I'm just like, like this just girl wandering down the street, uh, wandering down Gleason, like, well into the numbers as mm-hmm. I'm like,
1: Are you aware that you've made a poor decision at this point? Yes. Okay.
0: It was then that I, well, as soon as I got off the max, I was like, what was I thinking? Yeah. What was I thinking? Yeah. So, um, so as soon as I got, like, 122nd, was scary, but there were like cars going by, so I feel like if you know someone was gonna try and like uh, attack me, like at least there was maybe a hope that somebody might have slowed down. Do you but think anybody not. would stop no. on that street? They'd no, just be they like,
1: would. oh nope, keep on going. No, I didn't either. see anything. Would you stop?
0: Probably, if I had my mace. Yeah. Yeah, but then as soon as I got onto Gleason, as I'm on foot, like it's a lot darker. The streetlights mm-hmm. are like mm-hmm. very scarce. Yeah. It's pretty dark at this Packs point. of dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're like weird noises and, mm-hmm. and you know, people, and not very many people, but you, you know, think you see somebody. Sure. And so at this point, I have my headphones off and I'm, and I am fully aware that this was like the wrong thing to do. Okay. Um, Yeah, so I ended up, so uh, she lived with, like a, quite a few blocks down Gleason. So, uh, ended up eventually getting to the house. But by the time I got there, I was so sweaty and so scared because I was walking so fast. Yeah. And I saw Heather, and she's like, hey. She's like, whoa, what happened to you? And I'm like, well, I walked from the MAX station. She's like, what is wrong with you? I could have just come to pick you up.
1: That's exactly it.
0: And I didn't even think about it. Like, I didn't – I guess I just didn't want to inconvenience or it just didn't even occur to me that, like, yeah, she could have come and picked me up at the station.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, without having to walk through everything that, you know, we just described that you that Even
0: through. Tristan. Tristan was like, what? No, what yeah. What are you doing? No.
1: Yeah, it just, it's it really not a, not the best decision. Not the best not. decision. It was not. That you could have made. Oh, I, I, think... I forgot, also, I forgot that when you were walking down the street, you forgot about the punks. You have to pass by the punks with, like, the big old mohawks and... They've got like. Uh,
0: and checkerboard shoes some and Some ska leather that they're jackets playing. Yeah,
1: off of a boombox.
0: With anarchy symbols painted
1: mm-hmm. on it. I don't give a fuck, man. I don't give a fuck. You know, and they're saying all that stuff to you because they're tough. Okay. Like, my dad told me to come home. I ain't coming home. You know, and that's what I'm going to be
0: 30 minutes late after curfew. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My dad doesn't tell me what to do. So that that's also going on there. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think it was just not my day for transportation. Mm-hmm. Anyway. The way out there, the way back downtown. Yeah. Just, there really was no winner there. <laughs> yeah. No, no winning.
1: Yeah. Sounds like it. Well, you survived, and that's the most important part.
0: I did. It's true. And most I will definitely yeah, write a complaint survived. for that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've had so many nice people. Like, of course, it's just the one day that I'm dreading it that I get crazy bald white guy.
1: Yeah. Now <laughs> I want to write an entire movie about your trip down 122nd and you about all the could. different people that you encountered on that trip. Who would you want to play? Switchblade guy? <laughs> Switchblade guys, You're like your really, constant. You've uh, like
0: latched onto the switchblade guy. Well, oh, because
1: switchblades are awesome. I mean, let's be honest, they're mm. very cool. They're very, they're a very cool I feel like thing. you think
0: he's more important to the story than he is.
1: Switchblade guy is, because he's going is to he be... Like the soul of it? He's like is your... Is he like the narrator? He's like your guide to everything. Like, you encounter Switchblade guy in the beginning, but he keeps popping up. And he's there. He's both trying to rob you and protect you at the same Greg, time. And like ultimately, s- Switchblade guy saves you in the end when the pack of wild dogs come after you. Switchblade guy comes out, and he's like, rah with the Switchblade, and flips it open. And all the dogs, they, they're like angry but they respect him because they recognize him as part of the street and they're like okay alright and the, and the okay, dogs back down is
0: switchblade guy going to be played by a human or by like a giant cat
1: switchblade guy is me
0: but I feel like, it should, like switchblade guy should be a giant cat for some reason why
1: would it be a giant cat because
0: I feel like he's like walking down the ridiculous. street and like snapping his fingers
1: no that is ridiculous. And he like pops in
0: from time to time and he's like, oh, yo, Sarah, I don't think that's a good idea. No, no
1: that's only if you take drugs maybe. on this thing. But I don't, I'm, I, no, you're not this white gonna...
0: guy is like super cool. He's like the cool cat. That could be his name, cool cat.
1: No, mm-hmm. no, this none of this works.
0: And he's, yeah, and he too is wearing a leather jacket and a white t shirt, uh, some blue jeans. Maybe he has a little comb in his pocket. Uh, and he pulls as it out Edward to, like, brush he back his Edward says he has
1: a cartoon cat on his jacket. Yeah, maybe that. But no, this is not a cartoon. This isn't a. This isn't. I'm not saying it's a cartoon. Like I'm it's saying an a, actual like large no, actor cat. It's not an actor cat. No, it's the switchblade guy is a cool dude, but he lives like, you know a rough life on the streets, and, um, you know, and he's there to. He's like at first he's like, "What are you doing on this street? Like you don't belong here." And then he decides that he he secretly has a heart, and so he's trying to protect you along the way. Wait, he secretly saving. has a heart? Yeah, he has. He has a heart. He's he's a street tough. But he also can tell that you don't belong in this street-tough world, and so he helps you out along the way and helps keep you safe through all of your adventures down 122nd Avenue.
0: I feel like uh, that we have a good, solid base here. (sighs) Yeah. But it was—I mean, all joking aside— I mean, A, I need to get a switchblade. It was very scary. It was do not be an idiot like me and wander around on 122nd Mm -hmm. Avenue after dark. Mm Mm-hmm. Like not really knowing where you're going. Like yeah, it's just not a bright idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's not a smart move.
0: Like it is one of those things where you genuinely feel like a, like I, I felt like I was in danger. I'm like, this is not. Yeah, this is not smart.
1: Well, I hope you learned. I did learn not to do that again.
0: I I did learn. Okay. I'm good. Not gonna, I mean, I I just need to plan my bus routes better. Yeah, that was on me. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, because I underestimated how you know. Long, almost a mile in the pitch black out in deep southeast, uh, could feel. Yeah. Or be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of street toughs. Mm -hmm. All right. Maybe I became one of of
0: them that night, Greg.
1: No, that's not how the story would end. You wouldn't be one. Um, I just. Your eyes would be open. Your, Wait, eyes would be, you, you, your eyes would be open to some of the things that go on out there. Oh, I thought that you, you said like they were
0: going to like pry my eyes open or something.
1: No, no, no. But there's bad the, guys. The way that you Switch said it, guy, guy. Sounded,
0: it sounded like oops, clockwork No, 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 no. Orange, no, no, like.
1: no, I mean, switchblade guy okay. is going to protect you. But he's also trying to steal from you at the same time. You
0: keep saying that.
1: I mean, you know, he's a street tough. What are you going to do?
0: Well, what does you he can't he steal- take that out of him. Does he steal my heart in the end? Mm, no. Or do we just uh, come? <gasps> do we... Okay, he, no, Greg, no, let me finish. No, You we, judge we, him. We finish on a common ground at the end. There's a common understanding where we're both like, okay, mm-hmm. I get why you are the way that you are. And then maybe like a fist bump, and then we go on our way. Uh,
1: Maybe a fist bump at the end, but I mean, you judge him because you're being all judgy. Well, yeah, he's trying to steal from me. But he's also protecting you at the same time. Yeah, uh,
0: but he's also trying to steal from me.
1: Yeah, but there's other people that want to do worse, so the the other guys are scarier. And so, because you, especially when you walked by the chop shop when they were closing the door and you accidentally saw what they were doing, they want to get you because you think they think you're going to, oh, this is Adventures in Babysitting.
0: Yeah. yeah. Everything you're saying.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of it in there, isn't like, is it? there? It's not all, it's not all Adventures in Baby Babysitting. You, all
0: your fantasies come back to Adventures in Babysitting. God. She was hot.
1: But anyway, no, so, so with that, yes, I, I, watched, I watched a lot of Adventures in Babysitting growing mm. up. I really did. I don't know how many times I saw that movie. Probably too many times. But it's not just that. It's not, that's not the only element to this. We're going to get this all figured out. Anyway, Street Tough Guy is going to be, he'll help you. But he's also, also when you get to your final destination, you're going to look in and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, my wallet's gone. And you, you're going to real, but you're going to be so happy that you're safe at that point and you'll just be like, oh, Switchblade guy. You no, know? I'm not going to
0: be uh, happy that Switchblade guy took my wallet.
1: Well, okay, he, he took the cash out of it.
0: Okay. He well, he'll be like, oh, look, I think you dropped this. And then I get it, and I open it, and I see that my 20 is missing. I'll be like, oh will switchblade
1: guy. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. So he gives you your cards back. But he takes he takes a little something for himself.
0: I don't like his character.
1: Well, I think he's, I you will, though, once he saves you from everything else.
0: I saved myself. No, it turns out that no. I was switchblade guy the whole time.
1: I, I don't know why you want to have these weird.
0: I was my own switchblade no, guy. I didn't weren't. need help from anybody. Yes, you did. No, yes. it was like all of a sudden, I what that was, it was inside my mind.
1: Uh, no, it was not inside your mind. It was
0: inside my, it was a figment of my imagination for no, to cope.
1: No, all of it was real. Mm-hmm. All of it was real. And Switchblade Guy saved you. Anyway, all right, there we go. Should do some World of Crazy?
0: Switchblade Guy? Yeah. Does he even have a name? <sighs> wow, this is really difficult for you.
1: Yeah, because I don't know if I want to give him a name or not. Like he may be nameless throughout the entire thing. He's him Switch. Uh, no, he's got to have a street Blade? name. Blade. Well, Blade was where I was gonna go. <laughs> it's Blade, man. People call me Blade.
0: Oh God, this is ew. I'm looking at Greg trying to rewrite history and like trying to, like make himself cool. Yeah. He's gazing off.
1: If I switch Blade, and they're like, "What's up, Blade?" Oh my God. But his real name's something else. Like he tells you what his real name.
0: I feel like it's Jonathan. Barry Barry
1: yeah his real name's Barry but he doesn't like to go by Barry because it's not very tough sounding no so he goes by blade yeah and only think his
0: close friends know that he's that his real name is not Barry. many people
1: know he's named Barry
0: but they're like super like proud to know your secret
1: no he doesn't really tell anybody
0: that's how you can tell that Barry truly trusts you
1: yeah because at one point in the movie you're like what kind of name is Blade, anyway? There's no way that's your real name. He's like, fine. I don't tell anybody this. You know, I mean, this is after a while. Like you go through things. My real name's Barry. Don't laugh. And then it's like a tender moment in the movie. And then he pulls the switchblade don't out say again. Ten- don't
0: I-, I never want to hear you say the word tender again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X and welcome to my world of crazy, crazy. All right, first up, oh, Greg, you know how I can tell it's a it's a slow news day hmm. when I start a story about food in the Guinness Book of World Records. Okay, oh, what nice. do we got? All right. Well, a Chinese food company has cooked its way. This is seriously what this person wrote: cooked its way <laughs> into the Guinness Book of World Records by creating a noodle that's almost two miles long, Greg.
1: A two-mile-long noodle. A
0: two-mile noodle. Guinness officials say that this food company cooked a single noodle strand measuring a whopping 10,119 feet.
1: How do you do that? Do you make one big giant noodle and then put it into the oven?
0: I mean, you must.
1: Or do you make a whole bunch of smaller noodles and then like slowly string them no, together?
0: They, no, they made one giant noodle. That's how it can be in the Guinness Book of World Records. So the previous record was uh, 1,800 feet. This one's over 10,000 feet.
1: Yeah, that's that's a big difference. They really went to shatter that record. It's
0: a, it's a big noodle.
1: What are they going to do with it?
0: Well, uh, Guinness posted a video to its official YouTube channel showing the noodle being made. Oh, Greg, there you go. You can see how the noodle was made. Um, measured and ultimately served to the hungry public. So everyone got to eat pieces of the giant noodle afterward. Hmm. So, new story. Next up in California. Police in California have arrested a criminal Santa Claus who had to be rescued from a chimney of a business that he allegedly intended to burgle. oh. Now, nothing else has to do with Santa Claus in the story except for the fact that it's a chimney and it's around Christmas. Okay. Yeah. They're, but, so they're calling him Santa because it's clever. Because Gets of the attention. Chimney. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, it's an attention-grabbing headline. Okay. Well, the Citrus Heights Police Department say officers responded with Sacramento Fire Department uh, to a business where a man had to call 911 from his cell phone because he had lodged himself in the chimney. Firefighters used special equipment to hoist the man uh, by the name of Jesse Berubi, 32 years old, out of the chimney. Jesse, what are you doing in how, a chimney, man?
1: How many times does that actually work for people to crawl down I a mean, chimney?
0: it has to have worked we just don't hear about it cuz they don't get stuck
1: i guess yeah uh, that would be horrifying to me like i have a i have an intense fear of being stuck in something like that like that's that's one of my nightmares well maybe not like don't. more than height like height is i don't really like heights all that much but i can i can get over that this uh uh-uh. uh the idea oh. of crawling into something like that and getting lodged and getting like wedged in there that is that is nightmare-inducing to me. Okay, I mean, that is, is horrifying. We
0: haven't brought it up this month. Uh, have you seen The Descent yet? Yes. Jesus, The Descent.
1: No, and I, now I don't want to see it because if that's would, what it is. People you know, get stuck in a, Oh, yeah, it's them going darker,
0: darker and deeper into the earth. Uh-uh. No,
1: I yeah. mean, oh, I'm okay with that until it gets like to the point where I'm worried oh, yeah. that I can't like unlodge myself. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm not doing it.
0: Yeah, that's basically what that movie is. Nope. That with like monsters.
1: Nope. No, if I... I oh, God. that's Oh, it seriously does. like It bothers me a mm-hmm. lot.
0: Thinking well, about it. don't try to break into someone's house through their chimney.
1: I'm, I don't plan on it.
0: Yeah, don't do that then. Then I'll be okay. Well, the uh, man attempted to shimmy down the chimney to gain access to uh, gain access to the business, which was closed at the time. But he was found wedged in place and could neither move up nor down. Oh,
1: God. That's horrifying.
0: So he was able to move just enough to call the police for help. Uh, Barubi, who was covered in soot but uninjured, was arrested on a burglary charge. How'd they get him out? Uh, they said they used special equip- equipment. Huh. Is it butter? I think it's butter. So
1: they don't say butter?
0: it's butter, so I'm pretty sure it's butter. Oh, God, that's so horrifying. Ugh. All right, I need to ask you something about this, because this is uh, the story references what it says to be a longstanding Christmas tradition, one okay. of which I've never heard anything of. All right. Have you ever heard of the tradition of the Christmas pickle? <laughs>
1: uh, No.
0: Christmas pickle means a nothing. Christmas to you. pickle,
1: no, I no, huh, no, I I don't know what that is. All right,
0: so this is I guess <laughs> a long-standing famous I mean, it, Christmas tradition. Make a lot of
1: jokes about it, but you know.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I didn't even think about that. You yeah, Christmas beard. pickle. Honey, what'd you get me for Christmas? <laughs> Just a Christmas pickle. It's a penis joke. Well, Six Flags in Georgia set a new record by having hundreds of park guests. Place pickle-shaped ornaments on a Christmas tree this past Saturday, so this uh, park distributed their Christmas pickle ornaments to the first 500 guests who attended their holiday event. So uh, each of the guests placed the ornaments onto a tree um, at the park entrance to set. A- oh, this is another world record one. <laughs> to set a world record for the most pickle ornaments placed placed onto Christmas trees. What, is, what do you mean with this tradition, though? Anything. I mean, so is this something that I'm getting that normally to happens? it. I'm getting to it. I'm setting the record first. So this record is for most Christmas pickle ornaments placed on Christmas trees. Greg, in the new year, we have to come up with something to get into Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, I think that's, that's definitely I mean, this is, a, this is on most Christmas pickle ornaments on mm-hmm. a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. That's what they're getting accolades for. Okay. Uh, so the Christmas pickle is a longstanding tradition that many celebrate over the holidays, which states that if you hide a pickle ornament in a tree, the first person to find it receives a special Christmas gift. So it's like really? a hidden pickle.
1: I don't... I've never heard of yeah.
0: this. Yeah, so you hide the pickle ornament somewhere in the tree and the person who finds it gets a special gift.
1: Huh. All right. Yeah, I don't remember ever, ever doing anything like that. Like an actual pickle? No, it's a, a pickle ornament. Pickle ornament.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now I kind of want to do it, though. And you know what I forgot this year? God damn it, and you didn't remind me. I forgot to bring in my tree. I know. Well, we'll just have to celebrate Christmas all through January. No,
1: we are not. That You kept that in here for like seven months last year. That was enough for like no, three years worth of Christmas. No,
0: no. I'll make sure to bring it tomorrow.
1: Uh, let me take a look here in the chat. Ja- oh, somebody's yeah, bringing up the, the elf on a shelf. I still don't understand what the elf on a shelf thing
0: is. I don't either.
1: It's supposed to be watching
0: you. Yeah, like you're not supposed to. Like it watches if you've been good or bad, and then it supposedly you know moves by itself.
1: So it's a way to get like kids to
0: to behave. <sighs> All right, world traditions. A German tree trimming tradition. the uh, The pickle ornament is very special to German families. Oh, it's German, Greg. Aren't you German? Uh, yeah. After they decorate their uh, tree, parents Some hide the me. pickle ornament among um, amongst the bows. When the, um, when the children see the decorated tree for the first time, they hunt for the hidden pickle, showing that the lucky child who finds it will receive an extra gift from St. Nicholas.
1: Yeah, that's one that was lost over the generations for my German side.
0: Yeah, the Christmas... I don't get the elf on the shelf thing. Oh, look, there's a Christmas pickle. All right, and finally... This is my nightmare. A Florida man has been arrested after breaking into his neighbor's house... To pet her cat. Listen to this description of what she says when she woke up. So this uh, St. Petersburg, Florida resident, Brittany Klein, woke up in the middle of the night after she heard her cat make a noise and was startled. She said, when I opened my eyes, I could see the shadow of a man standing at the end of my bed. Oh. He was standing perfectly still. I said hello, and uh, and when I said hello, he dropped very slowly to the ground. And as soon as I saw the shadow move down to the ground, I knew somebody was in there.
1: That's creepy as hell. She then
0: flipped on the lights and noticed that the man was crouched down at the end of her bed, petting her cat. (laughs) She then told the man to leave, in which he immediately complied. The intruder, later identified as Jasper Florenza, had to climb over a baby gate to exit Klein's bedroom, allowing police to pull a fingerprint off of her uh, bedroom door frame. So uh, he also attempted to return to her house the following night to pet the cat again, and was promptly arrested. He now faces charges of burglary and resisting an officer without violence. How creepy would that? Like that's just creepier than most. Like You're standard. only made of moonlight. <laughs> You're not real. You're Ugh. not real.
1: God, that's that's You're only really made creepy. Of
0: moonlight. That is
1: really. That creepy. That was all
0: I could think of when I was reading. That
1: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: All right, there you go. There's your world of crazy. Oh, I don't like that. That's
1: enough to creep you out. Where now, when tonight, when I'm sleeping, or if I wake up and I'm like slightly weirded out by something for a minute, I'm gonna have to wonder if somebody's there. Although I don't have a cat, so I guess I'm okay um, with that.
0: Have you read? I know. The, speaking of like horror movie horror stuff, have you read that online um, Twitter series that this uh, this artist in New York is writing? Uh, it's called Dear David.
1: Okay, no. I've seen lots of people share that, it but is, I really don't understand what it's even about. It is like, I have quite not honestly, read. Honestly,
0: one of the scariest things I think I've ever read. So
1: it's, dear David, and it's a series of Twitter.
0: Yeah, so it's posts. a it's a series of Twitter posts. So it's this guy who's a comic artist, uh, I believe. Yeah, he's in New York, and he's telling the story, which I think you know I'm pretty sure it's it's a fake story, but it is so, it is so well done. That um, it's interactive and it has images and like videos and stuff with it. So basically, okay. this guy, this guy says that he um, lives in his apartment.
1: Like no spoilers, but I do want to know what it's about. Just no, so I mean
0: I can... it's not a. Spo- it's, it's ongoing. Yeah. He yeah. just updated it. So, uh, so basically, the story of Dear David is this guy who lives in this apartment. Uh, he keeps having these dreams that this kid is sitting at the foot of his bed in this green rocking chair. With, uh But the the kid's head is indented. Um, on the side, like, you know, he got hit with something really hard or something. And so he'll just sit there in the rocking chair. And he keeps having dreams about this kid. And he'll, like, get up and start, like, walking to the bed. And then the guy will wake up. So then he has a dream that he meets another person. And he's in, like, a library or something talking to the woman. And she's like, oh, so have you met dear David? And he's like, what do you, what do you mean? She's like, all right, you can talk to him. But you can only ask him two questions. If you try to ask him a third one, he'll kill you. And he's like, okay, so anyway, has a dream about... About this kid in a different okay. dream,
1: and so this is all going on. These are his Twitter posts. These are his Twitter posts. All right, no spoilers though. Yeah, no, so now not going to spo- want to read it.
0: It's terrifying. So basically, what happens is so uh, you're going to spoil it. No, I'm not going to spoil it. No. So, dear David, like he, he asks some questions, and he's like, we have, you know, what happened to you? Blah blah blah. And he and um he eventually ends up moving apartments, thinking that he's tricked this ghost into not following him. But eventually, dear David finds him in his new apartment that's one floor above. Then all this weird stuff happens. But it, it's interactive where he has, like, um, like nanny cams going in his apartment when he's not there and some weird stuff happens. Uh, I won't ruin anything of what happens, but there are also uh, – he has some pictures that he takes that don't make any sense. I mean, it is the – Most – because I love Reddit No Sleep. I read Mm -hmm. that all the time. The thing I like about it is that, you know, suspension of disbelief. And it's a lot of it's interactive where they're like, hey, this is the closet that I heard the noise from. And then you can click on it and you can see a picture of the closet. Okay. So this is like that, but it has like video and photographs and also illustrations of what what he says that Dear David looks like. Okay. And it just gets – I woke up the other night and I could not go back to sleep because I couldn't stop thinking about it. Even though I know it's fake. Yeah. It scared me so bad that I was – I was and I I can watch a healthy amount of horror movies, you know that.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: It's the scariest thing. Yeah. It's I think it's that
1: like, big of a deal.
0: It's terrifying. Okay. It's ter- so don't read anything about it. just go out on his page. If you just look up Dear David, I think he he put, he storified it, so basically you just go and he put all of the stories together in one um one Twitter post. Okay. So yeah, just, so just look
1: All right, up. I'll I'll read it this afternoon.
0: It's an, I was reading it during the day. At like two o'clock in the afternoon, brilliant sunlight outside, and I was scared. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It is.
1: Okay. I will check very it out. Good. Dear David. Okay.
0: Dear David. And it's it's still ongoing. So, I don't know. This guy is.
1: He's going to get a movie out of this, isn't oh, he? Oh,
0: he's going to have to. It is amazingly well done. Oh, like the little things that happen. It's.
1: All right. Yeah. No, well, no, I'm excited. I'll, re- I'll read it this. You should. Yeah. You should read it this afternoon. I'll read it this
0: afternoon. It's, yeah. I feel like a good horser, but I am telling you, it's scary. Okay. It's not like graphically scary, but it's terrifying. You
1: think it's going to scare me? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: But don't look ahead. Don't look up anything No, else. I wouldn't
1: cheat. I, well, I no, I'm just no. saying
0: don't look at the because they're probably pictures because they just updated um, with some new stuff that happened. And don't, you don't want to see those before. Uh-huh. Because you need to wait because the okay. build is the worst, best part. Okay. All right. Because it gets increasingly more terrifying. Okay. All right. So anyway, watch that. Sounds so, good. Yeah, read that.
1: All right, uh, should we do a little bit of ball talk? Oh, did we want to? Yes. And
0: I know somebody sent us some background music. I haven't had a chance to uh, download anything yet.
1: Yes. But I will take a look at that. Yeah, Yeah. I'll
0: take a look at that this afternoon and get it in there. So everyone say maybe goodbye to this fancy intro.
1: All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Okay. First up in ball talk, Well, we got a little, little potpourri of balls here. A little smattering. Not a lot, but a little bit. First up, though, we have this, the Carolina Panthers, based out of Charlotte. Oh, boy. Um, well, they're in the news for a couple of reasons. One is their owner, Jerry Richardson, who was also the founder in 1993, that's when the team came into existence, is now going to be selling the team. He made an announcement saying that it's time for him to move on, but he's always going to be a fan, and he's looking for buyers. What he didn't mention in his in his announcement is the huge Sports Illustrated report on all of the sexual harassment he has been accused of. So, Jerry Richardson, he's 81 years old. Oh, boy. Reportedly, and there's a, Deadspin's got to get a whole article on this. I guess he made everybody in the office call him Mr. He just went by Mr. Hmm. Hey, Mr. Hi, Mr.
0: That's kind of creepy.
1: And he, they would have Jeans Day, was Friday's, where he would go around to the desks of the women... And asked them to turn around for him to take a look at their jeans where he would have lines. I guess he'd, he. they said that he would use these one-liners, uh, including, show me how you wiggle to get those jeans up. Ew. I, bet, I bet you had to lay down on your bed to fit into those jeans. And then the other one is, did you step into those jeans or did you have to jump into them? Like, every week this is what they would do. Every Friday.
0: Oh, and they have to, like... like- Like laugh laugh at the at the creepy old guy. Yes. Ew.
1: Yes. So uh, he is now paying out significant settlements to a number of people. That's that's just one little part of it. There's there's a lot more really weird, creepy things that he did. Um. Yeah. The deadspin's got a good summation of a bunch of it. Anyway, he's on his way out. So the Carolina Panthers are for sale. So let's
0: wiggle in those jeans. Yeah. It's just I was just reading some
1: of those lines. I'm like, oh my god, those are like extra. Extra creepy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, however, now, there are a couple of very famous people who are coming out saying they want to purchase the team. Or they want in on it. Including none other than Mr. Puff Daddy. P. Diddy. Puffy. Sean Combs. Claiming that he wants to get in on the action to buy the team. Now, that's probably going to be worth a couple of billion dollars to be honest, to to end up purchasing it because an NFL teams, they they do not go on sale very often. It's very rare that you could get it. So uh, yeah, they're estimated to be $2.3 billion. Wow. So even Puff Daddy does not have that kind of money, I don't think. However, if he teams up with some other people, including NBA star and Charlotte native Steph Curry, Steph Curry has also stated that he wants in on helping to buy the team. So we'll see. They could end up being like some very rich business people team together and, and buy the team or one guy and then brings them in as like minor partners because you get their okay. name right. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you can buy like it executive for this producers. Bunch. Kinda. Yeah. 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 So that is what's going on right now, though. Carolina Panthers going up for sale over the summer. We can start out. maybe we can start a GoFundMe to see if we can get it. I like it. Yeah. Fun Employment Radio's <gasps> Carolina Panthers.
0: Well, that's weird, but sure.
1: Yeah. hmm Carolina Panthers brought to you by Fun Employment Radio. Like, and they have to say that all the time, because that's officially and the And have team our name. logo on them. Yeah. They have to. They have to. Like, Cam Newton has to wear our logo.
0: I mean, I suppose. I'm not as excited about it as you are, but sure. <sighs> I kind of like this idea. I, I yeah. know. I can tell.
1: NFL owner. Okay, yeah. If we can start a GoFundMe, if everybody out there, if you want to help out, that would be great. Uh, something else. That I wish was around when I was in college, is this the Southern College Cornhole Championship went on over this weekend, and uh, what it is is they've created this league for SEC teams, for Southeastern Conference teams, mm-hmm. and each there's a there's a battle at each school to become the state champion, and then they all go on and compete, and they had a big, huge tournament. With everybody competing in it Oh. for a cornhole championship, the winners—the winning, winning team got four thousand. Winning team got four thousand dollars. Championship took place in Georgia. I kind of want in on this. I know we can't because we're not in college, but I mean, I feel like I could beat this this kid. I know. Fisher Bissett.
0: That's his name.
1: Yeah, Fisher Bissett and Zach Garrett are the Arkansas team that won the championship. Oh boy, they're from Arkansas. He's only been playing cornhole for two years, though. Yeah. Yeah, so I think Newbie. I could beat him. Four thousand dollar championships. There's the that, and finally in ball talk scandal, scandal. Well, kind of. Okay. Mr. Tom Brady. Yes. Tom Brady. In the news right now because of recent media reports. That head coach of the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, doesn't like Tom Brady's personal trainer and business partner, Alex Guerrero.
0: Oh, the drama.
1: They are having a tiff. I think I'm going to have to side with Bill Belichick. So Tom Brady's personal trainer is Alex Guerrero. Okay. And he's the one who comes up with uh, Tom Brady's weird wellness programs. and like, it, He sounds kind of like a cult leader. Who's got Tom Brady wrapped up? Doesn't Tom springer. Brady, did
0: he do the like the cookbook thing?
1: He did a cookbook that was like a 200 dollars cookbook that you yeah. could buy. Which is so it's like stupid. basically like
0: eat air and that's it.
1: Yeah. So he, this guy's come up with this weird diet thing for him. It, it's just it's just all really strange. And um the guy's also had companies where he had to pay out for fake advertising. FTC determined that uh, that he was in violation of different things. It's just really weird, really weird. Huh? And everything is very expensive from this Alex Guerrero guy. So he's got this whole line of things. He's got recovery pajamas. It's just strange.
0: That's odd. It's just all strange. Again,
1: there's a fascinating article about it, just like what he does. But he claims that 192 terminally ill patients had survived thanks to his uh, his, uh, diet. Okay. 192 people were terminally ill until they tried Alex Guerrero's diet, and then they survived.
0: That sounds completely plausible.
1: Because of his thing called Supreme Greens. Anyway, Bill Belichick doesn't like him. And so it's causing some tension oh boy. in the locker room. Oh, boy. Between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. So there we go. I just want to make sure that everybody knew about the
0: scandal. Thank you.
1: And the tiff between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Supreme Greens. Wonderful.
0: Supreme Greens. All right. Okie dokie.
1: I think that's probably about it for today. Okay. But I do want to give a big thank you to everybody who tunes in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. We really do. Send us an email, FunEmploymentRadio@gmail.com. Radio gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. And
0: if you're a, a Lyft driver, please also know that I was in no way painting the brush that it was all people. It was just one shit apple that I ended up getting. Oh, boy, did I get it. So you hustle. You do what you need to to pay those bills. I respect you. I had my cater waiter job this week, and speaking of hustling to pay bills, ooh, I have not missed that.
1: Follow us on Twitter at Fun Amp Radio, at Greg Nibbler, at Sir <laughs> No
0: talking to me.
1: No, I'm just gonna let that the lip stuff sink <laughs> into you. I don't want it to bleed onto me. Uh, so again, thank you everybody for tuning into our show. So we'll be having uh, four podcasts this week.
0: Three Special early show. Thursday.
1: tomorrow on the show, we'll be joined by the one and only Dan Weber. From Reading the Bible with Dan. I haven't seen
0: him since our podcast festival. Mm
1: -hmm. He'll be joining in to talk about a live show that he's going to be doing. Very cool. Absolutely. Don't forget to go to our website. Click on the Amazon link and the Audible link as well.
0: Oh, yes. When
1: you're going to be doing your traveling, it's a good time to have an audio book with you.
0: It really is. I'm kind of bummed. I, well, I'm going to finish up this one and then make sure to get a new one Yep. by going to FunApplyMyRadio.com and clicking on the Audible link before my journey to Bremerton.
1: There you go. All right. There you go. So click right there in the Audible link, sign up for a free oh. trial, and get a free audiobook. Double the free. It's a pretty good deal. Pretty, 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 pretty good deal.
0: pretty, pretty. Good.
1: All right. Seriously, thank you so oh much, everybody. Gosh. You are wonderful. And uh, like I said, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.com,
0: bye friends. Mike.